0: Welcome. You're tuned in to the rest of the sermon, a podcast where we dive deeper into content, conversation, and application of Sunday's sermon at Westside Church in Poplar Bluff.
1: If you want more information, you can visit our website at westsidepb.org. If you have any questions you'd like answered on this podcast, you can email them to info at westsidepb.
0: Most importantly, it's all about Jesus.
2: And we are back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Double t- oh. oh man, I that really, was Millie Vanilli. That I was the really Millie Vanilli. We would just acted like we had a crowds full of people, but we double tapped the crowd <laughs> button. Should we cut and redo? <laughs> I mean, the Millie yeah. Vanilli girl, you wanna, girl, you wanna, girl, you wanna. Oh no, they lip sync. This is
1: horrible. <laughs> Do you remember it? Because like, I feel like the Ashley Simpson when yeah. she did her little Saturday night live like yeah. and just didn't even attempt to fake it oh, or hide it was so awkward the big
2: one of my generation was Britney Spears at the Super Bowl that oh. one that one caught a lot of heat where like, it was like yeah. she was way off and it was like i think people would have given her sympathy because hey it's the Super Bowl maybe you had a recorded track You wanted it to get perfect, but then it was like, oh, she never sings live. Like, And is that even Britney Spears on the track?
1: Well... Is it? There's a whole new in the Free Britney movement where they've talked about... They've made her sing at such a higher level than what her voice is naturally that it's really kind of interesting. And then wow. there's a whole rap conspiracy theory I that it. I can get into that I is not at all what we I need to be doing.
2: It. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the rest of the sermon where we talk about God, Jesus, and Britney Spears conspiracies. Yes. Guys, we are in full swing here in fall, and I just want to tell our listeners, sorry for the break Um, We recorded an entire episode last week that was absolutely phenomenal with our newest, get the button ready, with our newest staff member, Mr. Adam Dell. Yeah, That sounds so good. And um, we did a great interview. Adam is the um, part-time worship leader here at Westside. And um, when we got done and we're ready to finalize and upload... Uh, Miss Haley had a uh, straight line for about 45 46 minutes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs>
2: Killing it today. So <laughs> we are going to redo that because we definitely want to uh, want you guys to get to know Adam and it was a phenomenal podcast. It was, so it was
0: amazing. It was, it was so authentic. It was good. It, it was great. it was really
2: good. We're going to have to figure something out of how to do that to where it is authentic again because it really was a really good episode. Yeah. And so, but we are in full swing fall. I mean, yeah. today it is like drizzly, kind of cold. The leaves are on the ground, but still in the trees. Um, so I want to ask this. When it comes to fall, which is a tricky question in Southeast Missouri, because you could get 80 degree, 90 degree days in fall. Yeah, you know? in, like, the fall? in the same day. In the same day. And then at night, it could be 20 degrees. It's insane. What is your personal, and this is subjective, completely up to you, What is your favorite thing about fall?
0: I mean, for me, it's that it's not summer. (laughs) Yeah. Love it. And it's funny. I don't like sweating. Yep. I don't like it. Now, these days where sometimes we're still sweating, but it looks like fall. I'm not for that. I want the cardigan. Yeah. I want. Amen. I wear a cardigan all year round waiting for it to be fall.
2: Yep. I like it. I was going to say I'm super vain. And really um, shallow. I really enjoy the clothes of fall. I'm with you. Big time. Love all that. But I think, I was saying earlier in staff meeting, it's a very nostalgic time of year for me. I've had a lot of defining moments happen in fall. But man, just these colors. We went hiking with the kids a few weeks ago up at the lake. And just the colors. Yeah. But to think like those are dying.
1: Yeah, like it's
0: beauty right before death. Yeah, I was like, Haley's
2: face was like, whoa, you know. I mean, like they're going dormant. You know what I'm saying? And so I
0: thought you meant like. The experience of colors is dying. We're not going to get them much no, longer. No, no, no. I was no, like, like, "What do you mean? No, yeah. the beauty is from their death."
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think there's something there for that. So that's yeah. in bonfires and hoodies. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, yep. I live for hunting season. Love it. Not because I hunt. I yep. was like, please love elaborate. It. Yeah, I know. Um, so deer season is almost like a whole nother religion yep. in this area. Big deal. Um, my daughter, her, their school actually shuts down um, because it, it is so small but there are safety hazards is the why
2: kids cannot be on a gravel road at a bus stop during deer season no yes um
1: i have my own spotlight my driveway is like a tenth of a mile off of our gravel road but because where i live is so remote i have my own spotlight when they spotlight my fields i spotlight Uh, their vehicles perfect Um, there you go yeah but that, that's really fun for me. But I love it. my family goes hunting, so I have the house to myself. Yeah. And that's where the deer come up, especially like the big ones. Yeah. They, I've sent them <laughs> At the just about. the house where you're watching TV. Yes, I'm in yeah. the house doing whatever I want to. Yes. And they're all in the woods hunting. And then here's this beautiful 10-point buck yep. in my front yard, and I'm sending it to them. Like, look I what's here. I love it. Shoot <laughs> it. Sh. Yeah. I'm like, no.
2: Yeah, this weekend is actually youth hunting yep. season. And so it is. It's a huge if you're listening to this podcast from somewhere else, you're unfamiliar with Butler County, Ripley County. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is the Super Bowl. It, it is a big deal, man. Hunting yeah. season for sure. John
0: so planned a veterans concert one year on opening day. <laughs> and yeah, he I mean, John doesn't sure hunt. it meant nothing to him. Yeah, and everybody was there in their camo. Parents were so mad. Right, uh, they were there. They watched their kids, and they were like ready to go. We're to yeah. Done. after. Yeah, can
1: lose well, opening day. Events happen around you know the next couple of weeks. Like I, my son's birthday, our firstborn, the first grandkid on both sides Ooh, of the family. Nice. Uh huh. Yep. And he's the he was the only grandkid on Rick's side because Rick's an only child. Sure. I would have to plan Cooper's birthday party at straight up noon we do cake because yep. they had to get out to the Deerwoods. Because we're gone. Because we would go hunting in the morning, come wow. back together, and then go back out. So That's yeah, incredible. It's,
2: Romeo's got a birthday coming up in November, and yeah. so that's fun for sure. But Yeah, it's exciting. We would love to hear what your favorite thing is about fall. We would love for <laughs> you to send us an email at info at westsidepb.org with all of that information. But I do think honestly, we have to pause. Hey guys, we wanted to take a break from the podcast and I wanted to fill you in on this incredible resource. Listen, I know I've got a lot of pastor friends, a lot of church volunteers, maybe you're on staff at a church and there's a ton of things that when I started working at a church that I didn't know anything about. And when I became pastor at Westside, there was a lot that I didn't know about. And one of those things was church insurance. I'm in a board meeting. Someone says, what's our insurance policy? And I'm like, I have no idea. Listen, I don't care how much you paid for your seminary education. They don't teach you about church insurance. But listen, Westside has found a great resource at First Choice Insurance through our agent Matt Phillips. First Choice Insurance is locally operated. It is family owned. They have a ton of insurance policies from A to Z. They've insured everything from airplanes, zoos, Like legitimately, Matt told me that they've insured a lion before. So listen, if you work at a church, if you're a pastor and you're like, seminary did not teach me about church insurance, I want you to reach out to Matt Phillips at First Choice Insurance. The number is 573-686-2870. Again, that's Matt Phillips at First Choice Insurance, 573-686-2870 two eight seven zero, or you can check them out on Facebook again, family owned, locally operated Matt Phillips, first choice insurance back to the show guys. And we have to talk about this past weekend because it was insane in the life of West side. Sunday morning uh, we had coffee with the Clarks yeah which was fantastic. If you did not come, you completely missed out and you won't go to heaven okay <laughs> but it was it was really really good. It was a great time to just hear another side of them and um, I don't think people realize how long I've known Alex, who's a candidate for our executive pastor position and so that was incredible and then Sunday in our worship service we had, 11 people get baptized, and I'm talking from 40-year-old men, yeah, men with kids like teenagers to 18, 20-somethings. You know the least likely person to go to church is a male between the ages of 18 and 25, hmm. and we baptized two of those Sunday.
1: That's awesome. (laughs) I
2: mean, out of the 11, like
1: the family dynamic, the father, his his father, son and daughter. daughter. Yes.
2: I mean, the legacy there, Yeah was yeah it was just incredible and then that afternoon at a hot 4 four thirty, 30 we had the fall fest
1: i like that he said, he said 4 four thirty. 30 that
2: was the question that, that was the question and i was just like really 30 minutes is going to determine everything about you coming to this yeah. event you know so just but,
0: come get early yeah. and set up get there late and join in like, it was yeah. huge it was huge
2: nikki run through if you can still remember who are the winners of the uh, oh, chili stuff we had chili so cook off at the fall fest yeah. number
1: seven number seven i don't I don't know the numbers. I can't tell you the numbers. Yeah, she knows the people. I know the yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know the numbers. Right. So we do a chili cook-off where we had four judges. Yep. Um, and they taste tested all of the chili. Uh, and they decided that Destiny Klein won yep. for Woo! best non-traditional chili. Really
2: quickly, I, I need to tell this. Yes, you do. This girl has not made chili A day or second in her life. And she texted everybody she knew, did a ton of research. Bison was in the chili. There wasn't a single thing that came out of a bottle or a package. The garlic she minced, like, I mean, and it, and I was a judge, okay? And I tasted, and every judge when we got to that chili, the freshness of that chili just hit you in the face.
1: Well, It was for, incredible. For chili enthusiasts to say, this is some of the best chili I've ever had. Yes. When I got a text from her that literally read, yo, got a question. I'm like, hit me with it. Yeah. I'm not about to ask if I can enter Wendy's chili. And I'm like, <laughs> I love you and no one would know.
2: <laughs> um, I wonder where it would have ranked. I'm
1: That's curious. What That's interesting. You know, mm. In the judge's notes, one of the judges did put, on another chili yeah. that kind of reminds me of Wendy's, and that's I got tickled. Okay, so Destiny
2: uh, Klein won best non-traditional, non-traditional for okay. her triple
1: B chili. Love uh, it. Matt Foster won for his best traditional chili. Love it. And the lovely Belinda Winters won People's Choice, and that was a money vote. That yep, was where that's the people. Money vote. Threw some change into some jars and cat-
2: shout out categories. to her husband Roy, yes, <laughs> who for the past couple years makes sure that Belinda wins the people's well, choice. Well, she
1: did That's a few love, years though. ago. I love That's it. Love. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, she did a few years ago win overall. So I mean, like oh, Belinda's yeah. chili That's is good. no, it's no a good chili. It's good.
2: I was a judge, and listen, guys, there were. Fourteen yes. chilies to try, yeah. and me and Matt are standing there. And when I got to number seven and realized I was only halfway through, <laughs> the sweats hit me. Yep. I mean, it was brutal, man. And not because not the chilies weren't awful; it was no. like you're trying fourteen chilies. You know, there,
1: like I could do some like Dawn and Clay. One of mine. And Brett, like there were several that had yeah. made like sure were up there in the lit. Like there were yeah, contenders for sure. This was destiny, and and Matt ran with it. Yeah, it
2: was a good good but, year for Chile. Yeah, at the Fall Fest, no so, doubt. I mean, who were
1: the judges? Who were the okay? Am I yeah. to know yeah. who the judges? Were?
2: I think so. Okay. Well, I mean, well, they we did. had a whole bunch of people watching us. Yeah, okay. I had to announce that. Yeah. Hey, can
1: you give the judges a minute, please? Um, so, Jason and then Alex Clark, yep. our executive pastor candidate. 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 Yep. Um, and then Matt Blackburn. Yep. And Matt Phillips. Yep. Were Ooh, our four judges. So, yeah. Yep. Okay,
2: okay, okay. And we just tried them. Yeah. Just, yeah. New cup, new there spoon. There were hiccups. There were sweats.
1: Time. There was cornbread and water to cleanse the palate. Yep. It that, was.
2: And some, and some of the chilies were spicy, spicy yep. hot. And then some of them, I got second degree burns from the temperature uh, of the one chili. That was mine and the crock pots were unplugged i mean it yeah. was like goodness gracious but <laughs> it was great and then we had a um uh, auction pie yeah. auction which a baked
1: went, good auction which was a lot of fun my father in law is an auctioneer he comes down <laughs> and we have people in the church bake or make homemade items and we Sell them in and, a live and, auction, and, yeah. we,
2: and we need to say he's a professional yeah, he, auctioneer. Yes, he I is mean,
0: licensed, but yeah, he yeah. is. A, we are not professional bidders. My no. husband made fun of me so bad oh. because I had it for 30 and I was like, 35 and he was like, You already have it for 30, yeah.
2: you have it for 30. <laughs> and I, was like,
0: I just want to bid, <laughs> yeah. no right? And uh, then
2: Matt Phillips was walking around trying to get people to randomly raise their hand, he would wave at them, yeah,
1: and, and then someone would, wave, would back. wave
2: back, and Matt Phillips would go, 45 right here, yeah. It was the best, Which,
1: I don't know, him being my father-in-law, and, like, I love him dearly. um, He has allowed Rick and I to be at different auctions that he is doing. He's allowed us to bid against each other to run the price up. So he has an honorary streak in him that is great. He
2: knows what he's doing. He's a professional for sure. He
1: has been doing it,
2: like, forever. Pit people against yes. each other, oh, like yes. it's yes. a whole deal, man. He- well,
0: my favorite was when he was like, "Yeah, go ahead and just put that one back for me." Yeah, yeah <laughs> because, right? because we're bidding on dessert. Of yep. course, you're gonna pick out the one. He's like, "Let's just, I'm gonna pay." For that one, a low price of wherever I stopped this auction. I yeah, right.
2: <laughs> I love it. And then there was a ton of pumpkins that kids got to paint. There was face paint.
0: Bounce I mean, houses. It was,
2: it was a blast, guys. It was an incredible time. I don't think anybody
1: missed the fire this year. One thing we were... I did. You did? Okay. <laughs> Big <laughs> Sorry. Big time.
2: I walked around and said that 24-7. But that's all good. I say, mean, it was windy. We haven't had a lot of rain around yeah. here. I get it. I'm a pyromaniac and there's a problem with that. But so.
0: shout out to the fire pit looking fresh though. Right?
2: Yes. Uh, There was a couple of people that were like, man, you see the cinder blocks around the fire? Um, That would
0: be the
1: lovely Julia Dell. And then she talked her amazing father, Jim Ward, into bringing his tractor up and cleaning up the fire pit.
2: Loved it. It And they did a great job. Everything was fantastic. It was, I mean, it was just a weekend for the books. I mean, my heart was so full on Sunday um, and just the fall fest and everything. And then to, to turn around... Go to West Side Men. We had 40 plus men last night. And I mean, it was just like, goodness gracious, man. Yeah. There's a lot of life and vitality that's yeah. happening in the life of the church.
1: It's one of those weekends that I'm like, whew, I'm tired. But I say that with such a smile and such a full contentment. Yeah,
2: a good B- tired. Yeah, a it's good, a good tired, tired for sure. Haley, what do we have coming up? I mean, we just marked a ton of stuff off the list. We have a members meeting.
0: Yeah, we have a members meeting this Sunday. Yep,
2: this Ooh. Sunday directly after service. So if you're a covenant member, stick around for that for sure. And um, we're kind of chilling for a little bit right now, which is a beautiful thing.
0: It is a beautiful thing. Yep. I don't know what to do with it, but right. it's beautiful. And it's all gearing up to a lot. That's happening it is. in the future. Yeah.
2: We also still do have West Side Men that's on Mondays happening at 6 30. And you guys have a women's gathering that's coming up again pretty quick, Correct. right?
0: Correct. Wednesday, November 2nd at 6 PM is our November because we're already in November. Oh, it's like yeah. it's just like here. What? Is going to be our November meeting for West Side Women.
2: Love it, man. So there's still a ton of stuff. Rhythms is what we're going for to get plugged into all of that good stuff. Well, hey, um, we we talked about the Holy Spirit on Sunday. Um, I just was so torn because this text was so rich, and it introduced the third member of the Trinity, the Godhead, the Holy Spirit, and it was just like, oh, man, you know, so I couldn't really dive in, but I think we definitely hit main points on a lot of stuff, and the big idea was is that The only way that we can hold on to God's commandments and obey him is that God doesn't ask us to obey without empowering us with the obedience to obey. And so Jesus says in verse 15, if you love me, you'll obey my commandments. And you're like, okay, so do I not, like, if I don't obey all of them, do I not love Jesus? Like there's, it's a heavy, heavy verse. And then boom, verse 16, he's like, I'm going to ask the father and he's going to send another Helper, mm-hmm. the Spirit mm-hmm. of Truth, and one of the things I discussed was, you know, when I talk about the Holy Spirit, I love our church, and I know there's a number of subjects that we have people from Methodist churches, Catholic churches, Presbyterian churches, Baptist churches, Church of Christ, no churches. There's all of these things that you know See, come into play. One more time. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> the and, Church of the Church of the yeah, Church. Yeah, and and I love it. And so one of the things I said is. When we come to a subject like this, we come a lot of times with a little bit of, I don't want to say baggage, but we fall on, on either ditch, on either side of the road. And so Jesus says it's spirit and truth. It's the spirit of truth. I don't think we believe in spirit and truth. We do like spirit versus truth. Mm-hmm. And so I said, we grow up sort of kind of one of three ways, all truth and no spirit which we dry up. So that's going to be legalistic. That's going to be the miracles for, for back then. God does do supernatural things, and we say that because we're supposed to say that, but deep down inside, we're not pursuing that. We don't believe that. You know, All truth and no spirit, we dry up. All spirit and no truth, we blow up, which is we blow with the wind. Any experience, we're chasing feelings, We don't really read our Bible to say God said, we just say, I feel like God said, you know, we drop that stuff. And then we said, all spirit and all truth, we grow up. That's the balance. I wanted to ask you guys, out of the all truth and no spirit, we dry up and all spirit and no truth, we blow up. Which one do you think would be your background that you're familiar with? We're all shooting for grow up spirit and truth, right? For sure. But which one do you think you had most experience with?
0: we had very little spirit when i was growing up hmm. it was definitely we don't raise our hands mm. there,
1: like i don't yeah.
0: ever remember saying amen like wow. out loud yeah. or anything like that um which is funny because my grandma was kind of i mean i don't know if she was pentecostal but i think she like grew up definitely around a lot of pentecostal people yeah. and she was like push the boundary right but everything else always grandma
2: spear-filled grandma baby i love it
0: but every other side like the other side of my family we all just it like that did not happen okay and my mom and i even ran a contemporary service at our other church our old church yeah and it still was like
2: pretty reserved
0: Yeah, 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 the most reserved contemporary service that you've ever been to.
2: Lord, I lift your name on. (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. How about you, Nick? Uh,
1: Very much the same. Yeah. I remember having a conversation with my brother. Now, mind you, he was married. Um, I was married with kids, and I remember him going to church I don't remember exactly where they went and mom. And he's like, I'm sitting there beside mom. And she all of a sudden throws her hands up in the air. It was a conversation because that is not the way we were raised. We were brought up like almost, you didn't blink too hard in church because (laughs) that could be problematic.
2: Yeah, for sure. I would say I grew up in, and the church stream that we were in was all truth for sure. And, I look back, and there was a ton of things that I appreciate about that, like my high view of preaching, my high view of God's Word, um, a striving for obedience, like all of that stuff was great. Then we moved, and when we went to Columbia, we went to this non-denominational church, massive mega church. It was really weird for the first time experience because my dad was either the preacher or the pastor, and so we were like church members. But this was a really contemporary Sunday morning was like a TED Talk they always played a secular song always like it was the opener or it was the most poppy song on the radio. And he would come out and give this, and it was very feeling very no challenge, very. And so I would say it was all spirit and sort of no truth in that. And, and I'm thankful for kind of experience experiencing both of those things, you know, and it's, It's one thing, when I became pastor at Westside, I said, you know, I want that balance. But I'd still lean towards all truth and no spirit. But it's one thing to say, and I was challenged with my good friend, T.J. Woodard. Shout out. He's a pastor here in town of Bluff First. I was doing a series on spiritual gifts, and I was wrestling with, like, man, like, I have no problem with tongues and stuff like that at all. And he just gently, like challenged me in this beautiful way he was like yeah 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 bro like that's cool you see that in the scriptures it's one thing to say you believe that and it's another thing to pursue that mm. and i was like like <laughs> whoa and so now what we do in our worship service is we really do try to create space for people to respond yeah. and however they respond is how they feel led because we know that the spirit is invited to whatever scripture is united to. Yeah. And so we're going to unite it with scripture and then there's a lot of trust. There's a lot of like back away and see how this responds. I think there's a culture that has to be created, you know, over time, and I think we are just now in our worship service starting to see the fruit of a year in a half plus process yeah. of creating space and having people respond to that. One of the things and thoughts that was interesting that I didn't get to chase um, in the sermon was, is that Jesus refers to the spirit as the helper.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. And, and we said, he says, I'll ask the father and he'll send you another helper. The word another is really important in in English. We don't get the connotation because it can mean another of the same kind or another of a different kind. I want another hamburger. Okay. Well, is that the exact same hamburger you just ate, or is it a cheeseburger? That's two different things. When Jesus says another, it's it's the same kind and he's referring to himself, which is where we get the doctrine of the Holy Spirit and the Trinity being God. One plus one plus one equals one, all that good stuff. I had this thought though. If the Holy Spirit is referred to the referred to as the helper, what if? We do not feel the Spirit's activity in our life because we don't ask for help. It's time to give another shout-out to another sponsor of the rest of the Sermon Podcast. This shout-out goes to our great friends over at Smart Marketing right here in Popper Bluff, Missouri. Smart Marketing is a fantastic media company. And when I say media, I mean websites, Graphic design, videography, anything that you need, smart marketing can do it. You need to head on over to Facebook, just type in smart marketing, and you'll see their cool light bulb logo pop up, and you can get a ton of information there. Or you can just give them a call. Smart marketing at 573-840-0334. Again, that's smart marketing right here in Popper Bluff, 573 8400334 Back to the show. Hmm. Right? Yeah. So if he's the helper and then Jesus refers to a bunch in the upper room like ask in anything in my name and the father will give it to you. And definitely for men coming from the man perspective here, I think that hits really close to home like I mean, we'll drive around 45 minutes because we think we know where the road's at. And you guys are sitting in the front seat with the GPS. Yeah. Like, it's right here. And you're like, I, I don't know. I think I had a buddy one time said that he went up here and turned right. And this was yeah. what, you know. And <laughs> and and the whole asking for help thing is very humbling. And it comes with a lot of stuff. I wanted to ask you guys and just, um, I think it'd be great for our audience to be able to respond. And we'll give them a chance in a second. But when it comes to asking for help, it's actually a sign of maturity. Mm. It's not a sign of weakness. Yeah. I think growing in your Christian walk, letting people in, and asking for help is a great sign of maturity. But that runs against our grain big time. So I wanted to ask you guys, tell us a little bit how have you learned to do this? Have you learned to do this? Are you learning to ask (laughs) for help? And if so, what does it look like? And if if there is a specific scenario, you don't have to give too many details, but like, what does it look like for you to ask for God's help through God's people empowered by God's spirit? What does that look like?
0: I don't do it well. Yeah. It's something I'm learning I have to do. Okay. Um. And not even begrudgingly, like, there are times that I am legitimately thankful for it, mm. but I am not good at asking God for help because I have still yet to figure out how to separate that God is good and perfect and he doesn't treat you like people. Mm. And so sometimes asking people for help, yeah, that's... Hmm. That's like an open gateway to hurt, to be let down, right. having expectations. yeah, I'm also not really good at the whole like. I ask you for help and you say no. And in my head, I immediately am like, well, then I will never ask them for help (laughs) again. Right. Right. So so what
2: I hear is, is that there's a healthy way to ask for help. Yes. Mm, What does that look like?
0: Yeah. That one I'm really not good at. And you can ask my (laughs) husband about that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Because me, and I'm going to throw my mom under the bus here, like... If we ask you for help, it's mostly us just telling you. Sure, mm-hmm. it is a lot less of an asking.
2: Mm. It's
0: like Voluntold. You, yes, voluntold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Fitting because me telling you something and you saying like no is very different than me asking you. Like yeah. it's an invitation. It's yeah. Could be you know all this other stuff. Um. So. I am not good at that.
2: When you're asking, do you feel like when you ask for help, um, and and maybe this is a poor choice of words, but it's is it a, and it is a surrendering of power, position, kind of like opening yourself up and going, Hey, I need help with this. I'm inviting you into this. It's very humbling, right?
0: I think it's super humbling. Yeah, I don't know if I always feel like a loss of power. I think I'm yeah. trying to like, like, please, like, I don't have yeah. this together. I can't do it without you. Hmm. That's good. Please. Be in this with me. Yeah. But
1: your vulnerability in those moments. Yeah. Is really
2: speaks volumes. Yeah,
1: it really does. That you're willing to put that out there. Yeah,
2: because I can tell you from a man's perspective, it's definitely like a loss of position. It's like a failure. A it's loss like, of
1: control or status?
2: Mm, I mean, sure. I think there's control that's in there because control comes with status. Right? So if we think we have this status, we think we have this control. And um yeah, for sure. Yeah, you can't ask for help and remain in control at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I think that is, you know, ah, parents, you know, the Lord help me with this child. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Not that way. Right. You know, and it's like, well, man, you can't ask for help and remain in control at the same time. I like that. There's a healthy way to ask for help. That's good. What about you, Nick? What does that look like?
1: I think I have learned over the years to discern who to ask. Hmm. Um, And that has been because of vulnerability and hurt that has came along the way. Sure. Um, But it is, and and things are specific to people, to seasons, to relationships. Yeah. Um, I have Haley and I had a conversation last week and she didn't even know the insight that she was giving me. Yeah, it was a good. rough
0: combo it was, though. It I was, left afterwards. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> she was
1: like sending me, I was out of line and I'm like going, I appreciate her so much yeah. in that because she was helping me navigate something that was, out of my depths and I was just good. dealing emotionally and Haley was steering me back biblically. Wow. Um, yeah. So yeah, her it's face good. right now is great. It's really but good. I think those even people. Even with
0: that though, you're saying, but like you had to ask me to be a part of that. Yes, you had I to did. ask 100%. for help. And yep. then I think for me, knowing how like hard it is to ask somebody for yeah. help. I think I was, that's why I was worried about it. Was like, Oh man, she asked for help. And yeah. I kind of just like, no. Sure. barged up in there which is not Some, what i did want someone
2: order help <laughs> yeah. you know right yeah
0: but in my position
1: here at the church with my job yeah i have to have help yep i cannot handle 75 people on my own there is sure. no way yeah um so you do like properly placed people Yep. Uh, but it's it takes time to learn. Yeah, who it this. does. So I think you've got to kind of give yourself some grace. It's good. And really focus on the word and mm-hmm. being obedient to that to ask for help.
2: Yeah, and, and and I think that's important. When we talk about there's a healthy way to ask for help, Jesus is saying that this is coming in the parameters of his commandments. Yeah. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Well, what's the commandment? Well, a few verses later, he says, this is the commandment that I give to you that you love one another. Yeah. And so literally what's so heartbreaking is that the Spirit is given to unify yeah. the people of God, but yet it is a thing that has caused division, among the people of God. And I think a lot of times we don't even know what we're asking, you know, so there's, you know, I hear a lot like, Oh man, I, you know, I want community or I want people to come into my life or, and it's like, Oh, okay, well let's, you know, you're on the radar. That's awesome. That's great. And then you pursue someone and it's like, Oh, wait, <laughs> they're actually doing what I asked. You know, it's like a dog chasing a car. Have you ever watched the car stop and the dog is dumbfounded? It leads like,
1: to a level of anxiety.
2: Sure, yeah. That And I think that's where the spirit wants us. Yes. In that moment. You know what I mean? Let me ask you guys this, and this is a little bit random, I didn't prep you for this. But when it comes to the spirit leading us. And Jesus says, He'll so bring to remembrance that the, the spirit is the way we live the Christian life. What Freon is to an air conditioner, what gas is to your car is what the Holy Spirit is to the Christian life. The Christian life is a supernatural life. Okay. Has there been a time in your life that you can recall that you felt very led by the spirit? You knew that this was the spirit of God. This is not of my own doing. This is kind of risky. I mean, it can be a specific situation. It can be anything, but but is there a moment when you look back on your life where you go, "Yeah, man, I can affirm that that the Spirit was leading me um, in that moment." I mine was I was on an airplane, and I had a I was going to a speaking engagement, and I was traveling with a Pentecostal friend, Ron John. Still remember him to this day had a giant book under my arm that had a bloody cross on the front of it. It was a big systematic theology book. And we sit down and our stewardess comes by and she goes, hey, are you guys Christians? And I, we, we kind of looked at each other like, what in the world? What? A qu-? And I was like, oh, my book. Mm-hmm. Like It's got a bloody cross on it. And we were like, yes. And she goes, well, listen, my daughter just ran away from home mm-hmm. and I had to come to work. And when I get back home from these couple flights, like, I don't know if my daughter's gonna be there. Can you please pray for my daughter? And I remember going, like, you know, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, absolutely. Thank you. You know, all that stuff. And she left, and I just went back to like reading my book. By the way, the book is about Jesus. Okay. Okay. And Ron John turns to me and goes, Do you wanna start or will I start? And I was like, Start what? And he was like, (laughs)
0: The prayer. Dude,
2: we got to pray for her daughter. Yeah. And I was like, well, of course we have to pray for her daughter. We do it right now. Like, this isn't some in my quiet time, I go to my notebook and I remember the stewardess and this, that. And the spirit of God, I just felt like that was a very, it was convicting. It was comforting. I felt like the spirit spurred me to maturity. And it's a practice to this day that from that moment has impacted me, that if you catch me on a Sunday morning or anything and you say, will you pray for me, my response will be, is it appropriate to pray right now? Yeah. Can I pray for you right now? So that that that's an experience of mine. How about you guys? Led by the Spirit.
0: I think there's a couple, and they all kind of come down to the same thing of yeah. like acting when I would have not acted. That's good. And just being pushed in a way that does not feel like it comes from me, even nope. though I'm a pushy person. <laughs> um, but in, in a completely different manner hmm. um, in a, in a way that is not peaceful as in like I had anxiety doing it, sure. but peaceful in knowing like this did not come from me. And so like, we're going to go with it because of that. Because yeah, if sure. it came from me, this would not be going this way. Yeah. And one of them that I feel like is at least personal enough with just me and my husband that I could talk about kind of publicly was just, we had no idea where this year was going. Yeah. It was the beginning of the year. We were in the sound booth and we were serving. Yeah, And John and I are having like a moment in sure. like our marriage and life of just like, I have no idea what's about to happen. Yeah. Things are falling through left and right. Yeah. The business is going in a different direction. Things are like, we don't know what we're doing with Maeve. Things are like, literally, floors that we thought we had built are just crumbling. Yeah. And we had no peace about it. And like, John and I are like crying in the sound booth while we're clicking on slides, you know? And just this moment of, reach over to your husband and tell him it's going to be okay. Yeah. And not because I thought it was okay. Like I am sitting next to him and we are falling. It's not okay. It's (laughs) not okay. Right. Yeah. And everything that I said was like, not from me, like a hundred percent, not from me. And then to know the fruitfulness of like all the things like now on this side of that conversation of like,
2: Things weren't so much falling apart as they were God was stripping them away.
0: Yeah. Wow. And we were grieving. I mean, like we were at where we were supposed to be in a time exactly where we needed to be, but grieving how we got like all of it, what was having to be stripped away. And I just feel like there's so many times that God's telling you like, text somebody, call somebody, check on them, say the thing that sounds weird. The amount of times I've prefaced something and been like, this is gonna sound super awkward, yep. but would you like me to pray for you? <laughs> right. or, you no. know, and yes. it's because I don't always believe in where the spirit is telling us to That's go. That's
2: good, yeah. man. That's really good, Haley. That's awesome. How about you, Nick?
0: I can think of a lot of different moments
1: where things just fell perfectly. Yeah. Um, when we bought our current house, we had looked at another property. We really wanted this other property. Things were happening. We thought we put a bid in, she rejected, we countered. And then later on, being here at West Side, a church member said, She can't. She's got to give this to that. They've got there were all these little loopholes. Yeah. And Rick and I had made the decision, we're gonna wait.
0: Mm.
1: We're not this is not our time. This is us trying to push a timeline. Sure. Um, we're gonna give it a year. And then through people we were within the week under contract in our current home. Wow. Um and everything from yep. the house being listed it had been on the market they were trying to sell by owner for a year. Wow. Um and then they finally got with a realtor who took pictures on Sunday. They posted it on like Monday or Tuesday. We Rick was calling me from out of town. He was at work. We were looking at it Friday. Yeah. But there were obstacles in the way and we closed within the month.
2: Wow, that's incredible. But it
1: was there was a peace. Sometimes when those big financial decisions yep. are rushed, there's an anxiety. There was such a peace about Absolutely. this is what we're supposed to do. I felt that same peace years prior when my grandma passed away. Yeah. Who was a huge influence in my life. But we got the call, and I remember calling you, and you showed up and were at the house all day, and the family was there. And then at her funeral, seeing West Side come in, yeah. it was like the Holy Spirit said, These are your people. Oh. And I have had that affirmed, I don't know how many times right. over the last seven, yeah. eight years. But it was just there is that moment where you know this isn't you. Yep. You know this isn't worldly. You can't describe it any other way than this is the spirit. Telling me, giving me that calm, that peace, and saying, "I've got this." Sure. you know that. Yeah,
2: and and I think what's important is is there are parameters here, and we're using specific words. Like, yes, there is a feeling there, but you keep saying peace. Yeah, like Jesus says in the passage this week, "My peace I give to you, and yeah. not as the world gives." Like, and so when people are trying to discern, is this the spirit, or is this the the 14 chilies I tried right. at the Fall Fest. <laughs> right. It's like, well, guys, there there are boundaries. Yes. And, and and they're affirmed by the word of God. But but you said something really specific that I think we confuse in the church. I think there's a great lie that the spirit's help is actually self-help. Mm. That self-help is described and kind of camouflaged as the spirit's help. And Courtney talks about this all the time about, especially you as women, what is marketed to you Mm -hmm. in regards to, you know, get your mind right and do is, is not Christian. I mean, there might be some Bible verses and there might be some little, you know, sprinkles on top Mm -hmm. or something at the end of the day, it's self help. And you said it felt forced.
1: Yeah. If it feels forced and there's a piece that comes later, That is not... That is worldly. Yep, 100%. There has to be just... I never had any other way to explain that level of just knowing.
2: Yeah, and it's so funny too because when we think about struggling to trust the Spirit because we're afraid of the risk, everybody knows that time. We can all go back to those times where we forced something and it never turned out good. But yet here we are saying oh man, those were huge mistakes in my life when I forced it. But then we're super afraid to step out and risk the obedience when it comes to the spirit, you know.
1: But those forced moments, I can think of like moments before that Rick and I in our marriage forced and we tried to make things happen and they led to such utter destruction and devastation that we were, with a new baby, a six-year-old living in a 32-foot fifth-wheel camper in a town without lights, working crazy hours. Everything was uprooted, but God was there in it with us, sitting there at that table being the most miserable I had ever been because of my choices. But then when you open your Bible and you read and you see who God was, that peace mm, yeah. that came through that. And,
2: and I think it's really important for people to hear peace is not the absence of the circum- no. circumstance that you're talking about. It's, it, it's the presence of God amidst the very yeah. circumstance that you're trying to escape.
0: The circumstance, you might still get consequences. Yep. Like... It doesn't mean the world shuts down. Yes. It
2: doesn't it, mean perfection. Not no. even a little bit. Yep. And I
0: think that sometimes we expect that, especially with the Holy Spirit guiding us to obedience. Yes. Like, okay, I obeyed. So, <laughs> yes. like, it should be. Right. The peace should be
2: here now. The peace We're, should nah. be
0: here. The perfection should be here. Yeah. Like, all of that. Yep. And it's just. That's not how it works. Mm, that's good. Well, it's a helper, not a doer for you. Yep, 100%. I mean, <laughs> well, the Word, yeah. That,
2: that leads me to, I'll never forget hearing Francis Chan say, in, in, in a lot of the translations, the Holy Spirit is referred to as the great comforter. Mm. And he said, I hear a lot of Christians say that they do not feel the Spirit in their life. But if the Spirit is called the great comforter, what if you're already too comfortable? yeah and you don't need comforting. Why would you need comforting? There's no risk in your life. There's no stepping out in obedience. There's no unknown. There's no mystery. There's no dependence. There's no why would the Spirit need to come and comfort you in that sense. And then when we look at the early church in the book of Acts and you know the first generation Christians, it's like, dude, we got beat for Jesus, man. We must be doing something right. High five. you know. And then whoosh, the Spirit's moving, whoosh, the Spirit's moving. And it's. I think it's important. Well,
1: now we complain if a sermon takes too long. This is true. This is very true. We are very comfortable. Yeah,
2: for sure. Um, I want to ask this in closing. I think a lot of times when it comes to the Spirit, there's a lot of mystery and a lot of this, but I think when we actually look at the Scriptures, there's a lot more clarity than what we think. Yeah. Jesus says, The Father will send the Spirit in my name. You want to get more of the Spirit, you focus more on Jesus. This is how the Trinity works. The Spirit's job is to point to Jesus, and Jesus' job is to make much of the Father. And, And it's this beautiful dance. But we said Sunday that the beautiful thing about the gospel is, how do I get the Spirit? And when Jesus was crucified, it said that He died and gave up His Spirit. It's interesting that Jesus lost His breath so we could get the breath of God. Yeah. It's just crazy to think about but I think there's practical things I think I think seeking God's word intentional times of prayer I think we can position ourselves naturally to know where God pours out his spirit okay it's like if you're sailing you need to throw up those sails to know when the wind is coming so it can catch in the sails yeah. and your boat can go so I ask that I, I say all that to say this for you guys, What is a, when do you feel closest to God or what is a practice or a thing that you do to position yourself to get filled up and to know like, man, this is a discipline that, that God's left us in his word, um, or or anything. It can be walking in the woods and listening to worship music. It can be Mm -hmm. what, but you're positioning yourself for the spirit's power. What does that look like for you guys? I think that's important for our listeners to hear.
1: I, I think you using that word, us positioning, I think we have to take ownership sure. of that. Yes. Um, for me personally, I need specific times where I have a million alarms on my phone uh, to remind me, hey, pause for a second. I want you to read this. And when an alarm goes mm. off, I go straight to my Bible app. It's good. Because sometimes I'm in the car, sometimes I'm at work. Yep. But I use my Remind app. I will go in and if I know someone has something specific coming up, yep. I will put that in my phone under my. We room were mind benefits at, of that yesterday, yep. dude. It um, made
2: me freaking cry. Man. Well, I'm it was glad incredible. it made you
1: cry. Gosh, because I am like ADHD is a real yeah. thing, and I don't forget intentionally. Sure, but I I find myself saying too often, I've been meaning to message you, but I didn't want to do it at 11 o'clock at night.
2: Yeah, but dude, listen, I, I mean. Nothing of what you're saying is glamorous. No. Okay. It's but, so practical. But to be able to speak, to be the recipient of that just was such a blessing. Aww. And so I love hearing like, this is not glamorous. Yeah. I'm self-aware. There are Hey guys, listen, this is a crazy concept. There are some things you just do. Yeah. You just do and you trust in that sense. And so I love the practical aspect of that. That's, I've got in my phone, like in when I pull up in the driveway at the house Mm -hmm. after a long day, the kids are there getting ready to go in. And the third half of the day, if the day is kind of three quarters when I get in the driveway, that's the third half, which is really actually the most important. Yeah. And in the time you're most drained actually mm-hmm. and i um i just say spirit of god i need your power
1: yeah
2: i just you know just quick little shotgun prayer like i just need your power and i mean there's times guys where it's like i'm playing with roman and then andy and then piper and then put them to bed and now it's courtney's t- like i mean i need the spirit's power to carry us into that yeah. and That's just an intentional practice for sure. So that's good. What about you, Haley?
0: I think definitely there are rhythms. Um, For me, it's rocking Maeve. I'm going to do that every night and it gets quiet. I get to hold her for a few extra minutes and it's silent and she's still. And. I normally take that time it's good. to pray and be thankful. It's also at the end of the day, yep. yeah. and I need sometimes the reminder at the end of the day, oh, there were good things yep. at the day. But specifically how you said of like your posture and positioning, mm. I think especially how I grew up where the Spirit was not, like something I definitely did not invite it.
2: Yeah, that's good. I like in, that language. Yeah.
0: Um, of like, cause it's around, right? It's True. there. It's already there. It's in it's us. A it's a I person. I mean, goodness like, gracious, yes. And so I will never forget when Frida said that she felt God take her hand, mm. and I remember thinking this lady is crazy. And I love Frida, but yeah, I was like, sure. I'm never feeling the spirit. Well, that's a bold way. statement to you make. Know, yeah. Right. And then um, Jake died. Yeah. And we had worship, and I remember my mom was just hugging me, and I'm bawling, and I put my hands out, and I was like, "I don't, I yeah. don't know what to do right now." But apparently, people who really love Jesus <laughs> do this. We, we put our hands up, <laughs> I and I it. really need to love Jesus yeah. right now because I don't understand, and I will never forget the first time that I did it, not because I was grieving, sure, and not because like somebody said, and lift your hands today. And we were like, okay. But I like, I know exactly where I was in West side sanctuary. I remember looking around after I did it and being like, okay, well we're just gonna. And I mean, like, I know none of you guys, I am in the the hold the TV mode. I mean, these hands are low guys. They are so low. Yeah. And feeling weight in them Mm -hmm. and just being like, like literally telling John later, I was like, I'm crazy yeah like i'm crazy and it's just those like moments of like you're never gonna feel it if you're not doing yeah. it like it's good put your hands up pray and ask for it yep it's yeah. not gonna just come and hit you in the head and if it is are you gonna recognize it or are you gonna shove it off like Well, that's what crazy people do. Or is that like, are you going to welcome it? Yeah.
2: I mean, I'll shout you out one time on a Sunday morning when we were getting ready to do staff prayer, you were just like, Hey guys, that you were leading with, you were feeling something and you were like, this is going to be weird, but I just feel like we should all get on our knees when we're getting ready to pray. And it just, our physical posture of in that prayer just set the, the tone yeah. and everything. And so I think there's a prompting. I think there's a doing. I think there's anything, you know, when it comes to that. I think that's super important. When is the time that you guys get filled up? Is it, I, 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 you know, I know you said rocking Maeve. These are great intentional moments, setting reminders. Yeah. When is it driving in the car listening to worship music? Is it you reading your Bible with some background music? What fills you up in that sense?
1: Um, it's usually planning the kids' side lesson for me. Cool. Like I want to like break down whatever I'm studying in yeah. that moment, breaking it down to where the kids can get it and making it fun for them. Love it. Is such a joy. Wow. And it is not anything I am doing. That is one hundred percent. Holy Spirit taking over. Yeah. It is not my educational background. It is nothing I have done. It is nothing but That's
2: but awesome. it is so fun. I love it. That's so incredible. That's what a great thing to say to your boss. Yeah, You're welcome that
0: <laughs> right. It's like I don't want to answer That's now so cuz mine is not what so funny. No, no, no,
2: no, no. It's what fills you up it like it does. I mean it does. My, I, mine is is my bible in a blank page.
1: That would give me anxiety.
2: I mean, a Bible and a blank page. um, And it doesn't... I used to try to separate, like, I got to have this devotional time in the morning, and then I got to go in and then do this other stuff. And it's just, it's not that any... I mean, I have regular, I read through the Bible in a year, I do all that stuff. But like, there's something about when I'm reading and writing and am intentional and I'm processing... I'm asking questions, and I'm seeing, and man, and then what I've really tried to do over the past couple of years is spur that into prayer. I've, I've mm-hmm. tried to learn to pray what I've been studying or writing down and just turn it, and it's really actually pretty, it's quite fascinating how simple it is to pray what you're learning. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just right there, but that was a practice I didn't know, and I feel like it's really taken me, you know, somewhere else in that sense for sure. So what about you, hey?
0: I think music for sure. Nice. It's always been music. Love it. um, And it's not even about the tune or whatever. It's the lyrics. Yeah. I like when I finally get past the oh this is catchy or whatever, and when the lyrics finally hit me. Yeah. Like oh, do you even know what you've just said or That's what good. you've asked God to do? Yeah. I get a little scared sometimes. Yeah, man. Um, but I do. I like. I love lyrics poetry, everything like that um, mm. the Psalms are wonderful for me because yes. it's just yeah. expression of that I can all open the time. up it doesn't matter where I'm at it does not matter where I'm <laughs> at there's not one that doesn't apply right it's yes. all the emotions all the time um but also like for me if like truly filling up like biblical community yeah mm. where I can talk about these things, Laugh, receive, give. Like, receive all of it, and it's like a whole dynamic. That is like, if I have to do it solo, 100% worship. But if I get to be with other people and, like, discuss, not just me try to interpret those questions for that blank piece of paper, but, like, have this interaction. You're such a
2: natural extrovert. She is. And it's just like... (laughs) So COVID was not good. Like, the shutting down and all of that was like whoa that was like threatening to you to isolate cuz for me i almost felt a little bit of guilt of like
1: cuz you loved it
2: i read 29 books like yeah, i mean you I know i mean like reading i mean books. it wasn't yeah. it wasn't 29 it was a lot it was in the teens i know that <laughs> but it was like that it but see that's what gives me energy though yeah. and, but it's not healthy to be isolated and get spiritually fat and not go live in community and apply what you're learning. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's, but you
1: have to do both. Sure, you right. You have yeah, to do for both. For
2: sure, yeah. So I was just asking, what is your natural bent? Is your natural bent to be... Worship music or biblical community, and let's hang out and do that.
0: Biblical community. For
2: sure. I love it. That's yeah. great. What about you, Nikki?
1: Oh, yeah. No, I need the people. Yeah. Give, whether they're, I, I prefer the little ones, yeah. but yeah.
0: See, I, I do it. not prefer the little ones. <laughs> oh,
1: do not they, give me the little ones. I love but it. they get it in they such do. a pure way. Yeah, they like do, man. when you they say also things, shoot snot on you. they do, well, like, they no. do that so It's a give or take.
2: <laughs> but you know what, though? I mean, when a kid gets it, they get it. Oh. It's so and, great. Yeah, I would almost rather have them shoot snot on yeah. you than an adult just be mean. Well, to the you. adults
1: have baggage that the kids don't. Yeah, for sure. And they bring that. It in. reminds
2: me of a saying: It is much easier. Well, it is. It's much more valuable or profitable to build a child than to repair an yes. adult. You know, yes. like
0: you build them, all repair. Them. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't.
2: <laughs> no. I love it, I, but hey, listen, we want to hear from you guys info at westsidepb.org. What fills you up? What is a position? How do you position yourself to hear from the spirit? Is it worship music? If so, is that Haley? Do you have like a go to worship song? Is it like boom, no matter what? I'm going into this. Turn it on, baby. This is the song.
0: Waiting Here for You by Christine Knuckles. It's not like a boom by But for you. That's for you. That's for
2: you. What about you, Nikki? Do you have one?
0: I have, like, I can,
1: like, if I need to ball. Yeah. How great thou art, Elvis! Oh, yeah. Every time, like just
2: come on, ugh. the king singing to the king, all of it. I love can't, it. Can't you guys know what mine is?
0: In Christ alone, <laughs> yeah, we knew. <laughs> it's just it. That's you great. literally said so that the is. other day. You are like, I don't know if people know this, and I don't think it came off as as sarcastic as I meant it. But I was like, you like Christ no. alone. And I think people were. Gen- it's like, yes, this man likes. And I Christ have alone.
2: multiple versions, like the Shane and Shane <laughs> Hymns album. One is fantastic, but for years it was Christian Stanfill's live version at the Passion Conference mm. it was Rocking, man. I That's remember
1: good. asking you if you knew your wingspan, and it came from that song because if you've watched Jason yeah. during worship, those hands they they go up a little, but they're out a lot, yeah. and that wingspan <laughs> apparently, is impressive. Yeah,
2: apparently on the live stream, I take yeah. up the bottom quarter you of do, the screen right? for <laughs> sure. So I'm six four. Uh, yeah, and I and I no, think I think my wingspan is like six five. I remember across, we
1: had this kind you know? of yeah, yeah,
2: for sure. That's crazy. Listen, guys, we love you so much, and we want to hear from you. Um, What helps you? What fills you up? How do you hear from the Spirit? Do you have any questions? I mean, goodness gracious, this is about the Holy Spirit. If we don't get any questions, and y'all are liars, okay, because the Spirit is mysterious. But listen, we're not going to be a church that's Father, Son, and Holy Bible, and we're not going to be a church that's Father, Son, and Holy experience. We're going to be a church that's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so we love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Um, go check us out on Facebook. You can yeah. catch our live stream Sunday at 10 a.m. You can also... Um, we've got a YouTube channel, we guys. We do have a YouTube channel. Tell them channel. about the YouTube channel, Haley. So we
0: have a YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm we not do. sure what more to say, but we have a YouTube <laughs> I, channel, well, and it has the sermon, the entire recorded yep. sermon. It's not just... Nope. Well, the... Retire- oh, wow. No, no, it's a whole service. Entire service. service. Yeah, 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 it's yes. a whole
2: service. And, and there's the reason why is because I hit... I was very proud of this statistic that I gave to Haley. And I was like, we got to start a YouTube. (laughs) But so YouTube has replaced Google as the number one search engine. But it's also a place for you to go back for previously recorded content. Think about it. How much live stuff do you watch throughout your week? Nothing. You go to Netflix, you go to, you know, Hulu, everything's all that. So our Facebook or our YouTube, I'm sorry, our YouTube page. And what is that page?
0: Grace Westside. Grace Westside. Three words. Yep.
2: Grace Westside. Grace
0: Westside. Westside.
2: You'll see the Westside logo pop Mm -hmm. up. Subscribe to that. And it is great because then you get to drag. There's timestamps. There's all kinds of good stuff with that. The
0: entire upper room is on there. Yeah. And we found out that most of our people are going back and searching for our Facebook um, lives. Yep. And watching it from there. Yeah. And so, yeah, you don't have to do that at all. You can literally just search... The Upper Room or whatever the text was for that week. Or if you remember the H theme for the week.
2: Yeah, that's right. So
0: whatever you remember, you can find it. We've got it it. all there in the title.
2: It is good. Now, we not only have a YouTube page, but we also have a newsletter.
0: We do have a newsletter.
2: Big deal. You need to. You can go to our website and just say, hey, I want to sign up for the newsletter. We'll get your email. You can fill out a connection card on Sunday. We will get you connected. We not only have YouTube. We not only have a newsletter. We've got text messages, ladies and gentlemen. We have text
0: messages. And you can text in your questions. You can text in your questions. Right now. Right now. All of
2: that. I love it. If you
0: have questions about Sunday, if you want them answered on the podcast, if you just don't know what's going on. If you're lonely. Yeah, probably. Right? (laughs) I I love
2: it. Yeah. I'm
0: up at odd hours.
2: What do they text?
0: You text Mm. 573 8777 Three three three. That's eight then three sevens and three three. And yes. what do,
2: and what do they text if they want to subscribe to the text messaging service? If
0: you want to subscribe to the text messaging service so that you get everything that we send out mass. If we're sending out updates, yep. what's going on? Which we recently did with this yep. crazy weekend. Mm-hmm. You text West Side, all one word. That's it. Two five seven three eight seven 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 three three three. Now, if you have a question and you haven't opted in and you're like, I'm going to forget the word and I still have a question, you can just text it.
2: Just text it. It's a a streamlined form of communication. So guys, if you can't tell, we're working on our communication. (laughs) We've got our Facebook page, um, we have got the newsletter, we've got the YouTube, we've got text messaging, we've got all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, the point of all of that is to point to Jesus. So we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe and share. Until next time, it's all about Jesus